You're listening to Ari Snapshots. Each fortnight, we chat about the science behind the weeds, tackling herbicide resistance, and bringing you the latest information with experts in the field. For the Ari podcast this week, we're chatting with Principal Research Scientist at Queensland Department of Agriculture and Fisheries, Dr. Michael Widerick. How are you, Michael? Really well, thanks, Jessica. What have you been up to in the last few weeks, Michael? Is everything going well for you? Yeah, so it's going really well. We've got a really busy period at the moment. We've got a lot of field work on uh, with our crop competition trials and some tillage work we're doing. We've got much needed rain in the last week, which is great, but it's actually wreaking havoc with a lot of our trial work and Um, assessments we need to do. But um, it's actually good. It gives me a bit of time in the office as well. (laughs) Yeah, an excuse to sit at the desk. Now, we're going to be talking about South Thistle today. It is uh, going to be featured in our latest RE Insight when we focus on uh, quite a lot of your research you've done into this problematic weed. How much of a problem is it in northeastern Australia? Because in WA, it's, we, we have it, but it's not, it doesn't seem to be on the same level as the issues you experience over in the northeast. South Thistle would probably have to be the most common weed that we're, we're dealing with. It is common throughout the year. Going back probably 10 or so years, it was still predominantly a winter species. But now we get it in, in winter, summer, so it's not really temperature dependent, more based on whether or not there's enough moisture for it to germinate. Is it a native species or has it been brought over? So South Israel is an introduced species. In terms of where it's come from, it's found throughout much of the world, so it's a little bit difficult to say where it's come from, but it's not native to Australia. What are some of the problems we face with South Israel when it comes to broadacre cropping in particular? Currently, the issue around South Thistle is the difficulty we're having in controlling it with herbicides. Particularly, we've now got cases of resistance to glyphosate, so that's making fallow control difficult. The other issue around South Thistle is because it's able to germinate all year, you can have multiple germinations with any one season. So it's one of those species that um, you've constantly got to be on top of. And as a result of that, it also grows quite quickly. Um, as a result of that, it can be difficult to, to stop seed bank replenishment and keep on top of that control. And talking about the seeds, what's what's different about the South Isle plant and uh, the fact that you know it's, their seeds don't go into dormancy? Can you give us a little bit of an overview of the characteristics of the weed in that regard? Sure. So the South Isle itself able to produce upwards of 25,000 seeds per plant, so that's a robust plant that might be in fallow. Those seeds are wind dispersed. Now, most of them will stay probably within about two metres of the parent plant, but a small percentage of them can go further afield. That seed is not dormant. So if there is a suitable environment when that seed is set, so if the seed's set and it lands on the soil surface, the soil is moist, that seed can germinate straight away. So again, it's one of those strengths of this weed in that it's able to to germinate straight away if the environment's suitable for that. Very frustrating weed, but it does have some weaknesses and so it's not all bad news. What are some of the weaknesses that can be exploited in this weed to manage it? There's two main weaknesses that South Thistle has. The first weakness is that when it's buried beyond two centimetres in depth, it will not emerge. The second weakness is that it's poorly competitive. So if you're able to grow a competitive crop, it's not going to thrive in that environment. 
So when a farmer or an agronomist is looking at a management plan for South Isle, what are some of the main points they need to consider to get on top of managing the weed? I would consider one of the main management approaches for South Isle is to be diligent. That's in relation to the multiple emergences that can happen in any one season. The second management target should be to stop seed set on plants. Now, this can be a challenge, but if you're able to stop seed set for a period of about 8 to 12 months in a, in a zero-till system, you can actually drive down the, the seed bank of surface-flying seeds really quickly. So when it comes to these weed control practices, are there any other things that people need to take into account to make sure they're making, sure they're making that seed bank go down instead of helping it out? One of the management approaches that is coming back into the farming systems in Queensland, New South Wales, is the reintroduction of cultivation. That's not come about solely because of South Isle. It's also because of some of our other target weeds like feathertop roadgrass and barnyard grass. So introduction of cultivation is going to bury a portion of the seed bank. And in relation to South Isle, as we've already mentioned, if you bury seed below two centimetres, it's not going to be able to emerge. However, that does increase the persistence of that seed. So anything buried at five and ten centimetres after a period of 30 months of burial, so getting close to three years, you've still got 12% of that South Isle seed remains viable. When you compare that, however, to seed that remains close to the soil surface, so the top one centimetre, you've actually got less than 1% of that seed remaining viable after that 30-month period. So while tillage might seem uh, a solution when you've got a blowout of, of southeast on other weeds, it can actually perpetuate the problem to carry through in subsequent years. And what about, uh, we? I think we mentioned it in passing, but can you give us a bit more detail on how crop competition can really help with managing this weed? Yeah, as I mentioned, South Isle is a poorly competitive weed. So in crop, what you'll find is if you've got a, a bit of a gap in your crop or an area where the crop hasn't established very well, that's where weeds like South Isle will take advantage of that situation. So in terms of targeting this species in crop, it could come down to crop choice. For example, we know barley is more competitive than wheat. Also, a very simple way to increase uh, crop competition is to narrow your row spacing. So we've done work looking at um, wheat and barley grown at 50 and 25 centimetre row spacings, and we found that reducing the row spacing to 25, you get some really big gains in terms of reducing south thistle growth very rarely will crop competition be used on its own. So combining it with an effective in-crop herbicide, you can get very good control of South and you're taking the reliance off that herbicide to, to do all the job. All right. Well, Michael, I think we've covered it all and for, and hopefully people will feel a bit more confident in tackling South Thistle as, a, yeah, like you said, it's a big problem in the northeastern part of the country. So, yeah, thank you very much for all your... Uh, advice and tips no problem thank you